Welcome to the ANK Sports Show. I am your host, KC. Joining alongside me is my co-host, Alina, a.k.a. Lena, a.k.a. Lena Lean, a.k.a. Lily. How you doing today, Lena? What up? Ah, I like to I'm hear that. I'm good. It's yeah. Friday. Friday. Let's clap it up for Friday, y'all. Let's clap it up for Friday, y'all. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Come on. Come on. It's a little delayed. It's okay. It's okay. How are I, you doing? I am doing great. It is a Friday. I can't be any happier. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm a little hungry too, so you know. I am starving like Marvin. Uh-huh. So uh yeah, let's uh get this show on the road. Before we get this show started, um, is there anything that you had planned this weekend? I always like to get into your personal life. Oh yeah. yeah. This weekend. Hmm. No, not much. Just a little wholesome hanging out, you know. That's wholesome. about it. Yeah, it better be wholesome. What you mean? <laughs> Over there. And preparing for a trip. Ooh. Oh, what trip would that be? Hmm. Ah. Ah. Maybe to come see you, possibly? Oh, okay. Oh, I, <laughs> I got to make sure that the place is straightened. You know, a little straightened. You know, mm-hmm. get it right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. You know, I'm. I, then I'll just be chilling this weekend. I won't be doing anything. Oh, I watch the finals, and that's about it. Yeah, same here. That's okay. Sometimes you just need to chill. Yeah, and not be a busybody all the time. I'm never a busybody. I'll be cooling down. You got to. All right. No. Really? You be cooling? <laughs> cooling now? I'm cooling. That's all I be doing. Mm. okay i promise anyway welcome back ladies and gentlemen this is episode eight of the a and k sports show um i'm glad to have you back we're gonna get into our first topic lena won't you go ahead and kick this uh puppy off okay so we want to start it off with the national spelling bee champion so we're a little bit behind because um, this young lady actually won uh, sometime last week, and her name is Zaila Avant-Garde, and she is the first African-American to win uh, this um, competition, and she's the first homeschooled winner to win since 2000, or is it 2008? I think my thing got cut off. But anyway, I don't got it on there either. It's okay. Um, and she's the first Louisiana winner. So hey, for Louisiana. I always talk crap about Louisiana, but look at Louisiana producing them. And this girl can ball too. Yeah, she's a little hooper. Um, so her winning word was a word that I would have never known how to spell. (laughs) Something like Maria, Maria, something. It's yeah. So yeah. So she won. Let us know if you know how to pronounce that. It's uh, it has something to do with types of Asiatic trees and Australian trees, I believe. So mm. yeah. But on the other side to her spelling talent, she has basketball talents. So she is a Guinness World Record holder for the most basketballs dribbled at once, which is six. Dude, can you imagine? I think I've tried to dribble maybe three or four, but six. 
Yeah, she she <laughs> hooping though, I, and she play on the team too. So, mm-hmm. um, so she has another record for the most basketball bounces. So that's. 307 and 30 seconds, which that is a lot. That is a lot. That is a lot. I mean, you got to be just. <laughs> and then she has the most bounce juggling in one minute, and it's two or bounces, 255 with four basketballs. That's crazy. She She's doing it. Not to mention, she can also ride a unicycle while bouncing basketballs. I'm trying to look up how old she is because she's 14. I think she's 14. Yeah, she's 14. So in like what, two or like three or four years she'll be going to college. Whoever gets her, man, you guys going to be, there's going to be pressure. When I say pressure, they're going to be fine. And she has big goals because just from different um, interviews that she's been on, she had mentioned something, I think, about maybe working like, for NASA, being a coach. So things are endless for her. She's a very smart young lady. Um, so by winning this competition, the spelling bee, um, she got $50,000 in a trophy and $2,500 and a complete reference library from Merriam Webster. And along with that, yeah, she got $400 worth of reference works and a three-year online membership from Encyclopedia. What is that? Britacana? Brit Brit. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> but fifty thousand for a fourteen-year-old. Her parents probably put that in like know. a trust. That way, yeah. She, she can't touch it till she like don't even touch it or something. Yeah. Um. And so then she's made appearances on um live with Kelly and. Ryan and Jimmy Kimmel. Well, I know she was on Jimmy Kimmel. I'm not sure if she made it to the live with Kelly, but yeah. So, look at that little excellence. That's that's what I like mm, to hear. Let's give her yes. a clap. I like to hear stuff like Black that. Black you know. excellence. That's what I'm talking about. Clap that, people. So, uh, yeah. So that that wraps it up for that talking point. You know, we had to start off with the important stuff. Now yeah. let's get into the the meat and potatoes of what we normally been talking about. And we're going to go back to the NBA finals playoffs playoffs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we got, um, so we are at game four tomorrow night will be game five. I wish they make these games a little earlier on Saturday. It doesn't make any sense for it to be at nine o'clock on a Saturday. Like people don't like to go out and have festivities. Come on now. Um, but maybe uh, they want you to go out and watch the game. Maybe actually <laughs> go know, to a bar and watch the game. Yeah, marketing it might you know might have something there. Um, either way, the series is tied two two. Uh, blew my predictions right away. I thought it was gonna be uh Suns and five. It's not, Man, <laughs> some Giannis people were talking about Suns and four. <laughs> I knew it wasn't gonna be Suns and four. Giannis Giannis will show up for his home crowd. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm sh- I'm shocked. Actually, no, nah, I'm not really too shocked. I wanted to, I wanted to go to Game Seven. That way, it's a more interesting finals, and it stretches the NBA season out a little longer. Um, uh, let's go down these stats. Let's see, we got the Game Four stats, which is the game which was played on Wednesday night. Then, whenever you're watching this, CP3 had 19 points, one assist. D Book had uh, 10 points. Wait a minute. Booker didn't have ten points for game four. He had forty-two points. Yeah, I'm about to say. Yeah, I'm about to say. 
You looking at game, game three. Yeah, these must be game three stats. These ain't game four. Yeah, yeah. I got game four. Okay, you got I, – I'll, so, you know, I'll just do game three, I guess, these because the way they're labeled. Um, Aiden had 18 points, nine rebounds, two, two steals. Crowder had 18 points. This is game three stats. Guys, I'm just correcting myself. Um, and then Giannis had 41 points, game three, uh, 28 all in the paint. 13 rebounds, 6 assists. Chris Middleton had 40 points. What in the world? They both didn't have no 40 points. It's, it was 18. Babe. <laughs> I cor- You're looking at the wrong sheet of paper. I'm going to let you. That is the second the version. You quote the stats. <laughs> you were good until Giannis, but yes, Middleton 18, 7 rebounds. Well, no, make it, make it correct. Which which game are we talking about here? I'm that so was sorry. game three. That was game okay, three. Okay, game three. Because I'm looking, I'm like, I paid attention to the stats in game four. I don't remember game three right away, but I know Gian, I know Giannis had 40 points. And I know yeah. D Book had 40, 42 points. So they both was putting up numbers, but uh Yeah, you good, you good. You you had all the other ones, right? So then for game four, um let's see, Booker had forty two points. Mm-hmm. And he was uh in foul trouble a little bit. That he was one five. thing to mention. He had five fouls. Booker and really he should have fouled out. He had seven all together. <laughs> I mean, if we, if we wait, I missed the one. I saw the one where he, he literally fouled. He put his arm around the dude's grabbed. back and like he fouled him twice. Oh, you saying it's just in that one play that was no, like a but six no, 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 foul? no, no. He had six. He got fouled six. He should have been fouled out when Buddy went to the basket and he grabbed right. his arms. Then he got another foul, but they didn't call it again. I was like, y'all. Oh, I don't remember that one. Okay. Yeah, he caught. Man, I'm telling you, it was crazy. I didn't understand. Like, if you have five fouls, why would you try to do that, Booker? Like, it was almost like he had a brain lapse. Like, you just trying to foul out the game. Like, it's I understand. The, end of the game, though. It, it was, but it I, wasn't like it was seconds to go. It was like minutes to go. Yeah, it was. A like, just contest. Don't foul on purpose because it wasn't like a situation of, it's seconds to go and they're down by like one or two and they got to stop the clock and they got to foul. Yeah. Like it was just on a fast break layup. Like just take the two points and take the ball out of bounds. Like there was some home cooking over there. Booker did get some fouls before that, before, he but that five. wasn't home cooking. No, but I'm saying before five, before he hit the five, it was like two of those fouls that were like complete, like garbage. Like that was, oh, yeah. so it was just like, he got those fouls really fast and, uh-huh. I didn't think he needed those, but um, it definitely impacted the, the way that the fourth quarter went when he was sitting on the bench. Uh, oh, definitely. I yeah, think, I think they they potentially could have won the game, but mm-hmm. th- I'm gonna tell you though, if you pay attention though, game three and game four have both been close, and it's uh, and it's not that I wouldn't. It's more or less so that the the Suns are well, losing the game. I was gonna say game three was oh game three was a blowout. blowout. I'm sorry. Game three was a blowout. Yeah. Game four, you see the Suns adjust a little bit, but they lost game four. Game Suns definitely lost game four. Yeah, yeah they should have had that one. So. No question. Yeah. Um, and they got to be careful because they don't have as much depth yeah. with people that have gotten injured. So they need to be careful. Um, 
so who else? Well, we know that Chris Paul did not play one of his better games, but it happens. Because uh, they got uh, your boy, Drew Holiday, full court pressing him, huh? Yes. So to be playing pressure ball all the way from the backcourt to the front court, that will tire you out as a defensive player. <laughs> Not to mention the person you guarding. So I'm sure for Chris Paul and with him being older, um, that's having an effect on him. So he only ended up with 10 points and he had seven assists, but he had five turnovers. That's so not like Chris Paul, man. it's know. not like that's well, way many, too many turnovers. How many points did Drew Holiday have then? Um, he didn't have that many points. Let me see. I think he was, he was just busy. He had 13 because he was so focused on playing defense. He had seven rebounds. But that's what I mean. Like, when you're so focused on playing defense, you are exerting all this energy, right. and you just may not have it in your legs to be shooting. So if they're able to kind of keep Chris Paul to a minimum, that's yeah. good for the Bucks. Yeah. Um, And then, yes, pretty much no one else showed up uh, for the Suns. Jay Crowder had 15 points. And then um, – Cameron Johnson, he had 10 points. And that's what he normally hovers around anyway. So he kind of played his role yeah. for him coming off the bench or whatever. Um, but we got to have Mikael Bridges. like He got to step he, up. Him and Campaign have just both been kind of absent. Yeah. These, these uh, past two games. And sure. Aiden. Because Aiden had six. Six points? But, you know, Aiden's always been a background player. He, he's more, you, you, you depend on him for the boards. Like, get the rebounds. True. Because he had 17. Cause he that never, is true. He ain't never but been they, a player to score like more than 17 or 18 points. Right. But six, though. So they yeah. need to get him involved more because the thing is, I can see, okay, Chris Paul, you had a bad game, but that should allow for someone else to have a good game. Yeah. But I guess if you turn the ball over a thousand times, then yeah. that's going to be hard to get people in the game effectively. I don't know, man. It's just y'all going home. Hopefully, I get this nervous feeling that they go back to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Giannis, he got that full head of steam. He got this little confidence up. Mm-hmm. Man, it's just gonna be, but it's just gonna be crazy. But it is. But I feel like going back home too. If y'all just hack a what is it? Not hack a shack, but hack a Giannis uh-huh. free throw. You know he does horrible under crowd pressure. Yes, you know, just send that's what I was line. thinking. Because they're going to be counting. One, two, oh, three. Sure. They don't even do a full second. Nope. <laughs> and, and, you know, he can't concentrate with that. It's it's like quiet in, in the Buck Stadium. He's like, oh, he can do mm-hmm. whatever he can. But um, Yeah. So I think that's going to play a factor. And then Middleton has to continue on his pace because he you know sometimes he's just up and down i saw a meme where somebody was like middleton this is you're gonna get either prom mj or you're gonna get kuzma from oh, <laughs> oh man <laughs> but it's kind of true it's like middleton you have it in you like that's what i've always said like he's not consistent that's why i can't call him a superstar because he's just not consistent enough he's and not. for the bucks to win Giannis and Middleton, they have to get like because this last game, what Middleton had 40 and Giannis had 26. So between the two of them, they had 66 points. So they have to get between 60 and 70 points. They have to to really win. Cause the other 
games where they won, it was flip-flop where Giannis had 40 and I think Middleton might have had like 20-something, 28 or something like that. So if it's not Middleton, it's got to be Drew Holiday. But since Drew Holiday is playing more defense, you probably can't expect him to get all those points. So it's got to be Middleton. If the Bucs just go back to what they did game three, I mean, it could be it could be big trouble. Yeah, I mean, real big trouble. Because they're not – I mean, the Suns need to just figure something out, man, because you got, you got to have Chris Paul involved somehow. Like, you can't mm-hmm. have him just not being a factor. He got yeah. his, he, the games where I noticed Chris Paul gets over 20 points, they normally win. He needs to at least mm-hmm. have somewhat in the mid 15s to high 20 in, in points when he, when we talk about scoring, because he's the floor general. Mm-hmm. He has to, he has to really be the one that's leading the charge with this one, not depending on Booker. I mean, Booker is, is a great player, but Chris it Paul. It starts got, with CP3. It has to. It has to. And if they don't, if they go back to Phoenix, and the Bucks shut down Chris Paul. It's gonna be, and the Bucks go up three two. Oh boy! Yeah, and then oh you boy. gotta go back to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta go back to yeah. to Milwaukee. Ooh, That's ooh. gonna be tough. So they have to win game five. But it's funny that you mentioned Chris Paul. Like he needs to get twenty in order for them to win. Yeah. In most cases, it's the same for the Bucks when it comes to Middleton. Yeah. When he gets 30 plus points, they've been five and zero. So that's what I mean. If he not getting dang near 40, he got to get in the high 20s and Giannis got to pick up the slack. Like it's got to be a tag team. So it has to be. But I mean, we're talking about they're going to cancel each other out. So I'm surprised none of these games went into overtime. I mean, the way they. Yeah. The last two games or the last, this last game and then game one and game two, they were so close. But, uh, mm-hmm. We'll see what's gonna happen Saturday night. I think uh, I know. we might be seeing the overtime if you know one team yeah. decides they want to show up and both teams mm-hmm. played how they supposed to play. But I'm, it's like that. It's like that one thing where it's like you got one team that goes up two zero, and then the other team mm-hmm. goes up two zero. It's like who's gonna have the momentum? The Bucks have the momentum. They got the confidence. They do. If the Suns, if the Suns would have won the third game, they would have just kind of crushed all little confidence. But they didn't. Now you get. Mm-hmm. Now you got the Bucks, being got their chest poked out, and now they about to. You know, they feel like they can steal one from the the Suns at in Phoenix. So if they do that, mm-hmm. my my pick might just go to might go to the Bucks. I might just have to. You know, bow to down. win the whole thing. Yeah, they they take it in Phoenix. You saying if they win Game Five? If they win Game Five, I'm going. Uh, I'm gonna have to lean towards the Bucks. I'll be using my stuff. <laughs> just but saying. so okay, but you're just basing it off of Game Five. But before we know the results of Game Five, are you still going with Suns or you? I just... got the Suns now, but they looking a little shaky. They need to figure that out. Yeah, they looking a little shaky, but. You know, yeah. home, home court advantage here I, is is pivotal at this point in time. Right. If uh, y'all, the Suns let this one slip, it's, it's that's it. Yeah. 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 Um, I still got the Suns, but kind of like you, I'm a little, I'm feeling a little shaky about the Suns because this is a pivotal game. It's like this is a must win game. Cause yeah, you don't want to then go back to Milwaukee and you're down two that's three. It. Yeah, that's it. And you should be up three two, cause at least you got two chances to win 
the fourth game because you might go back to Milwaukee and lose, and then you can come back and win game seven, which will still be hard because game seven is like we out here. Like yeah. we landing out on the floor, it's it. everybody it. coming with their A game in game seven. That's why I love watching game sevens because it's just like everything, sweat, blood, fights. <laughs> I, gang seven, yes, they finding, the yeah, they finding it like that's yeah. heart. <laughs> I'm talking about you seeing Kobe Bryant layups, you talking about you seeing Ray Allen shooting from half court, like crap, like that. It's gonna be some, it's gonna be entertaining, I can tell you, because these teams yeah. fighting hard. Giannis yeah. is definitely, you know, going in his bag as far as proving why. He should have got at least one MVP. I don't know about the second one, but <laughs> yeah. You know. And uh, I think it's going to be an interesting series. I just hope that the mm-hmm. Suns don't fumble this. I still got the Suns winning, but. I know. Because for me, I'm like, if the Suns don't win this championship, I'm going to be looking at CP3 like I was looking at him when he played for the oh, Clippers. Oh, man. And like, it ain't even got nothing to do with injuries. Dang. Like. You didn't did it again. Like you didn't got this close. Not that he was that close with the Clippers, but you know what I mean. It's like they could, they had all that talent, and they just couldn't. They just couldn't. He gonna cry. He gonna cry in the car. <laughs> he lose. He, he gonna definitely cry in the car. You think he gonna cry? <laughs> he gonna cry in the car. <laughs> so grown you. men cry. Hey, what? That's a championship. What do you mean? <laughs> you mean you've been in the league 15, 16 years? And this, and you've been close. You've been inching your way every time, and you are already at your, you like past your prom. Yeah. You you, you like fizzling out in your in, as far as your talent wise. Mm-hmm. And you get to the finals and you lose. He, cry, I'm crying. I was I'm gonna say, would cry. you cry? I'm gonna cry, and I don't even cry. I don't got emotions, <laughs> but I'm gonna cry. Don't say like, you don't have emotions. <laughs> yeah, Stop it. <laughs> joking, but, but yeah, no, that's uh. That's a, that's, that's, yeah. That's I a don't lot. know if I would cry. You know me, I be, <laughs> I just get bad. Cut, cut the cap. Cut Dude, the cap. Dude, I have never, as a player, I have never cried. And again, shout out to my mama for that one. Because the one time I was going to cry at nine years old, she shut that all the way down. But we talk like, about- basically cut the cap. <laughs> But we talk the magnitude of this game is. I get it. Like this is a huge game. Yeah. Like players don't make it, and players don't win this game and win a championship in the NBA often. This is big. Uh-huh. So who? So you telling me if you got, let's say you got to the WNBA finals. Uh-huh. I mean, you got every year you spent ten years in the finals uh-huh. and you never got it, and you and this is your last game. You know, you done. You got two bad mm-hmm. knees. But you done you done crawled your way up back to the top of the ranks in the playoffs and you lose it by this much. You ain't gonna cry. You tell me you ain't gonna Look, cry. Look, I'm telling you, even though I haven't been to that level, but I've been in games where it was one of those games like, dang, and I get angry. Like I would be pissed, mad upset to where it's just like i'm so mad i just can't even cry because it's just like i'm mad because at the end of the day i'm telling myself well what you gonna cry for you gonna have all these tears you should have had all your blood sweat and tears out in this game to win the game you, you capping you big capping <laughs> i got the cap on right now because you capping you crying whatever you cut crying. your cap i ain't nah. cut no cap <laughs> anyway. anywho 
Um, <laughs> well, speaking of all the uh, game seven games and all that type of stuff, you want to go into some of the top plays yeah, that for have sure. For sure. occurred um, as far as defensive plays, right, in the finals. So for those that didn't watch the game, uh, Giannis blocked Aiden. And I think it was like maybe a minute or so to go or something like that. It was a like good block, though. I, I, I didn't that realize how was... good it was until they replayed. I was like, man, that was Me too. On. I had to watch it a few times because he basically did two things in one play. Like he was hedging out to help on Booker because P.J. Tucker was guarding Booker. So uh, mm-hmm. Booker was getting past. Uh, he was getting past P.J. Tucker. So he went to help. And then he saw that Booker was throwing the alley-oop, and then he got back to the basket, which it ain't going to take much, right? He tall and long arms and legs, yeah. so it probably took a one or two steps. Oh, and he got back. Yeah, and he was able to block Aiden right at the rim. And I was like, well, dang, without a foul. Yeah, <laughs> it was a clean block, too. It, it was all ball. I mean, yes. So that was some nice footwork, agility, Athleticism, everything, awareness. The defensive play, uh, the defensive uh, player of the year what was that 2019. Mm-hmm. He did win it, so hey, he proven again why you should win these awards. Go ahead, yeah. step up, make big players make big plays. So that was yeah, that was something that we probably won't be forgetting. We'll be talking about it like we talk about LeBron's chase down block in the finals against golden state back in what 2016 yeah, yeah. that was crazy it was what'd crazy. you say it still doesn't top tayshaun prince i feel like honestly okay i feel like it tops tayshaun prince the reason why i say it tops tayshaun prince because wow. they're both similar plays right like they yeah. had to chase the person down to block them right at the rim the reason why i say lebron is over tayshaun is because that was game seven and that was a grueling game because they were struggling. You know, yeah. both teams is literally like we are out of basically gas at this point. We just running off of adrenaline. Mm. So I feel like the degree of difficulty to be able to chase him down, block it. You know, his head is like at the backboard and then the importance of it, because that was game seven and the momentum totally changed. So that's why I say. That one over Tayshawn Prince because I took a note on that one. That one that Tayshawn Prince had, let's see. That was game two of the Eastern Conference Finals. I will have to I will have to slightly agree with you. I just <laughs> slightly. I, I, I slightly agree with you. Only off of the fact that Tayshawn Prince talk about hustle. This man yeah. is half court. <laughs> I don't know how he got down. there. He hawk, hawked <laughs> him down and blocked it. Not only blocked it, he put it on the no board. Foul. He no foul. No foul. I was like, yo, that's yo. They they need to win this. After that, that set the, that set the tone for. And he hit else. it kind of far. Like actually, no, he hit it. He didn't block it on the Lebron. Oh, hit it on the backboard. Oh, I thought Tayshawn you know hit back it. Okay. And his teammate got it kind of went towards like the corner, the baseline kind of area. Yeah. So his teammate was able to retrieve it. Cause I thought the way he smacked it, it looked like he was going to hit it out of bounds. 
But did you see Reggie Miller's reaction? Yeah. He was jumping around like he got fouled. I was like, Reggie. Red, no, Reggie's notorious <laughs> for that. Reggie's definitely notorious for that. So, yeah, no. Nah. Sit down, Reggie. Have several seats. Oh, my here. gosh. So, some other notable plays, and this is just um, from ESPN. ESPN. Um, the analyst thought that another good play, which it was from Bam, from the Heat, Bam, out of bio. He got a, he got Tayshaun, not Tayshaun, look at me, Jason Tatum. He blocked him at the, at the basket. Now that was, that was kind of nasty. Cause then he caught it. Mm. He blocked it. And then he, he retrieved it himself and Jason Tatum fell, but it wasn't, you know, a foul or anything. Um, But that was like in game one. So those plays to me, it's like, okay, it's early in the series. Yes. It makes a difference in that particular game. But I feel like that LeBron one that took the cake for me. Like, of course she's, and she's I feel like LeBron. I'm gonna put Giannis. Honestly, I'm gonna put Giannis second, and then Tayshawn third. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> because that was pivotal in that game. It was only a minute or something to go, and that was a big momentum swing. Because just imagine if Aiden would have got that dunk, that would have hushed the crowd. I just feel like I just feel like Giannis gets. The- it, it's super hype behind Giannis. It's just so much hype. And they just looking for any reason just to hype him up. I'm like, fam, he came in the league with hype. I, I, he I did. I just don't I'm not buying it. Like win a champ once you win a championship, I then I can then I can then I can justify saying, Okay, this guy is who, who we thought he was. But he ain't won nothing. But we so, just talking about a defensive play. You can give a person credit but, for a defensive play. No, but the defensive play I feel like was springboarded to like a top, a top of like Tayshawn Prince, and and they may have put it. I, I didn't see the uh, ESPN board or the um, the poll, but they may have put it over LeBron blocking the goal. They State did. Warriors. They put Giannis as, as number one. See, no. but again, that's just a few people's opinion. So it's not. You can't really. There's anything, really no right, wrong answer. Anything, Le- I mean, because LeBron has championships already, so I put LeBron over Giannis any day when it comes to comparisons for defensive play. But yeah, it's just my opinion. It's <laughs> just my opinion. I know I, I'm like I have a love hate relationship with LeBron. You yeah. do. So you know. Better quit hating I just, on him. I just don't like the flopping. You're you're a championship <laughs> caliber player. Don't do that, LeBron. <laughs> I anyway. get it. But yeah, I think we've talked about that enough we can go on to the next thing oh next thing we got head coaches we're still in the nba um orlando magic officially hired jamal moisley uh this past sunday mosley mosley i said moisley <laughs> Mo- are you sure that's Mo- mosley there's no i so it's mosley mosley okay um, he is the head coach. Who was he? He was the assistant head coach for uh, yeah, an assistant coach? for um Cleveland from yeah. 2010 to 2014, Denver from 2007 to 2010, and then he was a player development coach from 2007 to 2005. Yeah, with the Mavericks. Yeah, and he played uh four years overseas from 01 to 05. It's not mm-hmm. bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. So yeah, got a brother in there. Yeah, it looks like they're making a lot of you know. I see a lot of brothers get their positions. You know. Yeah. Jason Kidd. Him, Jason Kidd, Chauncey. That's three. Chauncey. Yeah, I like this. 
See, why can't why can't the NFL be more progressive? <sighs> they got Man. a long way to go. Man, Ooh, a Lord. super long. I mean, they still d- debating or not debating, but wasn't it just recently where they made that rule of like they have to interview the Rooney rule. a black cloak? It's called, yeah, it's called the Rooney rule, but that's some it's some it's some crap because they don't really they you have to interview, but that doesn't mean that you. <laughs> They just do it as uh, said we did it. It's like the check off a box, but mm-hmm. it ain't really helping anything because you got coaches that are well qualified. Like, um, and not to divert from the NBA too much, but the NFL, like in the past three years, they've hired coaches that have less than five years experience when you had black coaches or black assistant head coaches or defensive head coaches that had 10 plus years of experience and they just kind of went over them. I mean, they interviewed him, and they said they interviewed him and just went over it. And it's just like, NFL, they need to do better in a, in a lot of aspects. Um, they do. I love the fact that the NBA is super, super progressive. You even got the uh, NBA putting on their video games. They got Candace Parker as the first woman to be placed on the uh, mm-hmm. uh, 2K22. So she will be gracing the cover, the special cover, not the original cover. Luca will be the uh, cover athlete for it. NBA 2K22. So, real quick, I know we kind of getting off, but with putting Luca on the cover, remember when we had that conversation of the face of the NBA? Uh huh. So you you you. I kind of uh, feel like they leaning towards Luca. <laughs> they putting wanna... him on the cover of 2K, not to say like just because you own there you gonna be the face, but it's just like ah. I mean, they put a lot. They of don't just the put cover. anybody. They I, don't just put anybody. They put um, who did they put? George Paul was in the cover at one point. They put uh, Paul George. Paul George. I don't know why. <laughs> Dog, change your <laughs> name. I always mix your. I always mix your name. You know who I always think you're gonna say when you say George Paul? Ooh. I always think you're gonna say George Carl because he was a coach. I don't know if you remember him back in the week. Coach Nuggets. Nuggets, and, yeah, I remember yeah. him. Mamelo was on that team. They had a decent <laughs> team. And, and Nene. Yeah, he's been yeah. around for, oh my goodness. <laughs> he's he been around for a long time. Yeah, I remember. So I, remember I always think that you're going to say George Carl, because it's like, who in the NBA is named George? No, I remember him. He <laughs> uh, he was a good, he was a decent coach. No, but, um, no, I mean, there have been plenty of athletes that have been on that cover. It doesn't mean that they're going to be like, oh, the official face. They've, uh, uh, AD was on the cover at one point in time. Doesn't mean yeah. Anything. Well, he's a top player, so it's yeah. not like it's a far-fetched thing but I'm to just have saying, him. I'm just saying the progressiveness in the NBA is uh, – I, li- I love it. I love everything they do as far as inclusion with uh, – especially, you know, with our, our, our black people, so – Gotcha. I love it. Okay. I love it. Um, but yeah, no, congratulations, Jamal. Uh love, yep. love to see it. Uh let's move on to another talking point. The oh, I don't even want to get into this one. USA men's basketball <laughs> team, man. We are looking crazy right now. What is going Ooh. on with y'all? What is absolutely going on? Please These losses. Me. Nigeria. I know they exhibition matches, but sheesh. Nigeria. And when you and when you beat Nigeria the the last time you played them 156 to 73 73 fam are you serious <laughs> like come on man we got to be kidding here. what's How going on you beat on? a team by 83 points I'm going to tell you my conspiracy theory on this I think that the players are just kind of tired 
and they probably didn't even want to go because KD's is looking like a G League player. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised because you've already had a condensed season. Yeah. And some of them, you know, just recently finished playing in the playoffs. Right. So they're probably beat up. They're probably tired. Like, man, I really didn't want to sign up for this, but it was already too late because <laughs> I committed. <laughs> so you see, so you got, they lost to Nigeria and they, then they turned around and lost to Australia. So, I mean. And, and mind you, Ben Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. He did not play. Maybe they would have won if Ben Simmons was there because maybe. <laughs> Make him shoot some free throws. Uh-huh. Hack him. Send him to the free throw line. Oh, but yeah, yeah that man. was interesting that he elected not to play for his home country. But they were supposed to play today. Um, but it got canceled. Mm. Oh, because of the because uh, of all COVID the COVID stuff. I think they're just trying to be super safe because at this point, with people dropping like flies, you know, Bradley <laughs> Beal. He's not going because of COVID health safety protocols. Then you got Jeremy Grant, who is under health and safety protocols, but mm. he didn't test positive. It was really for contract uh, tracing. Okay. Um, and so it kind of sucks that Bradley Bill isn't going because he's a good vital piece he for is. them. Because the last game he had 17 points along with KD, 17 points. Um, in their um, in their win against Argentina, so they did end up winning a game. Win, that was a. Uh, but I mean, hey, was, a win is a win. I mean, yeah, I kind of blew them out. It was over twenty points. Eh, yeah, good, good job. Yeah. Um, and so who else? Kevin Love, he withdrew. And so they replaced Kevin Love with your boy. I know. Javale McGee. Yeah, JaVel McGee JaVale and Keldon Johnson from never, the Spurs. I never, I, I haven't really paid attention to that guy, Keldon Johnson. I haven't either. I think he's a guard. Um, but JaVel, I mean, I get, okay, I get getting a big because they don't have that many bigs. All they have is Bam, mm-hmm. Draymond Green, and who was the other person? I think it might have been one other person. Well, before that, it would have been Love. But now he's gone. So you don't have that many bigs. They're kind of guard heavy because you got, you had Bradley Beal. You're going to have Booker. You're going to have Drew Holiday and Middleton. And you got Damian Lillard. And I'm missing somebody. I'm going off of memory here. Uh, Who was that last person we had on there? Um, it was somebody else. I can't remember. But I'm just saying that to say, like, the other people are Jason Tatum, but he's mm-hmm. more of a wing, you know, small yeah. forward, like forward, KD forward. So you kind of guard heavy. So I get them trying to get a big. Yeah. Now, JaVale, though, JaVale. I got so much. Please. Oh, yeah, he is. Don't he is. don't rack up a bunch of Shaq and the fools out there. Please don't, especially overseas. <laughs> You're representing the United States, fam. You should uh, definitely try Ooh. to bring your A game or at least your B game. Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. At least your B plus game, something. Don't look crazy, fam. That's all I care about. Don't look crazy. We already losing two games. Mm-hmm. We can't be losing a bunch of games more. 
because you want to be hacking people. Yeah, so hopefully um, they'll be able to get it together and maybe jail. I think that's part of it too. Like, you know, you haven't had a lot of time to practice and really jail as a team. Y'all are coming yeah. from your respective teams or whatever. And then you got people dropping because of COVID. Even their scout team, um, some of them were sent home um, because of COVID protocols. You got the Knicks guard, uh, Emmanuel Quickly, mm. and Miles Bridges and P.J. Washington, both from the Hornets. So it's just been rough because your roster is already small because you're mm. still waiting on people, and then people have to leave because of COVID. Now you got to get new people in and get them ready to go. Like, they probably haven't been playing that much, so they got to get in shape and all that stuff. Man. Yeah, so we'll see. So they play, what, uh, the game got canceled today, but then they're supposed to play Spain on the 18th. Oh, they're going to lose. So that's Sunday. And you said they're going to lose? Yeah, Spain is all – I mean, Spain got some ballers now. Spain got some ballers. Yeah. So – um. So hopefully they can get the kinks out, and by the time they have their first game on the 25th, they play France. Uh, hopefully they can beat France. So we'll see. We'll see. Up against all the good teams that you know they the players get drafted from. So ugh, you lose in Nigeria. <laughs> no, I ain't saying you see hey. Nigeria, but hey, <clears throat> these other countries they coming up, they catching up to us. That's what it is. That's what it, that is. I mean, you see, Luca. Luca said. Lucas said something crazy. He was talking about him winning a um, a gold medal for his country would be bigger than him winning a uh, a NBA championship. A NBA championship, which really crazy. That was huh. crazy. Even though his country's never been um, or never qualified for the uh, what is it the the Olympics? The Olympics? Like they never qualified for I guess the the finals or whatever. He's I, I doubt that. Oh, is that why he's saying that? Because they've never been to a finals in the Olympics. That's yeah, what you're saying. I think so. I'm, I might be. I might be misquoting a little bit, but uh-huh. not too much. I, I'll go back and check my references. But I, I can tell you right now that no, sir. NBA finals. You winning an NBA title is a lot bigger than a gold medal. Yeah, people don't bring that up. I mean, people will bring that up as a part of your resume, but that yeah. doesn't stand out like. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to the Hall of Fame because I won about four gold medals and no NBA championships, no MVPs. Like, so <laughs> where are the championships at? Charles Barkley still gets gets played with because mm. uh, you don't got any championships. You know. Zero rings. But everybody so. knows he's good. Like same way with AI. AI is a great player. Yeah. AI would have been a first ballot Hall of Famer if he had won a championship. No yeah. doubt in my mind. He, he's a Hall of Famer nonetheless, but. Right, but yeah, everybody can't win one. We should make a list next episode or the uh, episode after that once all this is done and like the top players that have that are oh, okay. uh, Hall of Fame. No rings. No, no rings. Never been married. <laughs> <laughs> Never been married to that championship. Never been married. You ain't got no yeah. rings. None. <laughs> None. But yeah, okay. Um, I just made a note so I don't forget. Yeah, so. Okay. Follow up, guys, with us. But go ahead and go on to the. Yes, we can move on to the women uh, team USA. So (laughs) 
like the men, uh, the women have, you know, won multiple gold medals. And so they've won the last six times. So that's a great accomplishment. And they're being led by head coach Dawn Staley. Woohoo, Dawn Staley. Yes. Um, so her assistant coaches are Dan Hughes. He's a, a former um, Seattle Storm head coach. And then Cheryl Reeve who is the Lynx, Minnesota Lynx head coach and um, the uh, Connecticut Sun president, Jennifer Pizzotti. Um, So their first matchup in the Olympics will be on the 27th against Nigeria. So hopefully they won't be like the men <laughs> and lose that game. Hey, um, I don't know how Nigerian women are. They probably are tall, but eh, they probably win. Yeah, so, I mean, they have a good roster for the women's team. So, I'll just list list the names like I did last week with the guys. So, for the women, and I'll go by position. So, for the centers or the, the bigs, we got Tina Charles that plays for Washington Mystics, Sil- Sylvia Files, Minnesota Lynx, mm. Brittany Griner. I'm sure everybody knows who Brittany Griner is. She is the fire. Phoenix Mercury. Yeah, I'm saying she's fire. Oh yeah, um, Sylvia Files is too. Sylvia Files is up in her uh, up in her 30s, I believe. Like she's one of the older players that's still playing, and she gets the job done. Like Mm -hmm. rebounds, like she can hoop, and so can Tina Charles too. Um, but the forwards we have, uh, I think it's Nafisa uh, Coyier, Coyier. Uh, I remember she played at UConn, so she is a really good player. She plays for Minnesota Lynx. Um, I think this is her second year in the league, second or third. Uh, Brianna Stewart, Seattle Storm. Um, You know, Seattle Storm was the defending champs last year. Uh, We got Asia Wilson, who used to play for Don Staley. She plays for Vegas uh, Aces. She's fired, too. Mm Mm-hmm. And so then – we also have, so for the guards position, we have Ariel Atkins. She plays for the Washington Mystics. Sue Bird, I, who I had, is I a made, vet. I made a mistake and thought Sue Bird was related to Larry Bird. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> she's not related to Larry Bird. I was, But the names are spelled. Well, you assume, yeah, it's the same spelling. But I was like, but well, how far off could they not be related? It's a lot of birds. Yeah, like, I guess. It's a, it's a. It's so yes. crazy though that she's she's a fire basketball player and her last name happened to be Bird. So Yeah. Yeah, she's definitely ever, fire. I wonder if they ever like met. I'm pretty sure they met in real life. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um then you got Skylar Diggins Smith, Phoenix Mercury. Fire player. Yeah. Chelsea Gray, Vegas Aces. She's fire. You probably don't know who she is, but she used to play for the Sparks. Man, you talking about clutch. She's a guard, but she's a big guard. Like she got size, she's tall, and if you need a bucket, just count on Chelsea Gray because she making me hype for this little <laughs> WNBA season. I'm like, man, these players, I gotta check check. I'm telling you, because she can play the point guard position. She got the handle. She can pass. She can shoot. I'm just like, go on and just yeah. And then, and then I just off camera I have to tell you something funny. Okay. But anyway, um, then we got Jewel Lloyd from Seattle Storm, which I don't know too much about her. And then Diana Tarazi, which the everybody vet, knows her. 
the vet somebody made the compare or okay one of my friends made the comparison Diana Taurasi like being in the league is Jordan the duck I was like mm. I, I mean she she's the Jordan she up there she up there I guess it depends on to me it goes back to that whole era thing because the first person that comes in my mind is an older player yeah. Cynthia Cooper shout yeah, out to TSU hey and this was our signature thing she would always raise the roof yeah. <laughs> Hey, she was cold. She brought the Euro step. Thank you very know, much. Kindly. Me of the Euro she step. brought yeah. the Euro step to the WNBA before these NBA players was doing it. Because when the league started for the WNBA was back in the 90s. Mind you, this is their 25th season. So this is like a celebratory uh, year for them since they're celebrating 25 years. That's dope, though. Yes. So that was the uh the roster for the team USA. We'll move on to the All-Star game. So the WNBA, they had the All-Star game on Wednesday of this week in Vegas, which I was time. like, why in the middle of the week? Like maybe I don't know, maybe because it's cheaper to get people out to Vegas. To, I, don't I don't know. know. Well, when I saw the attendance, it was roughly over 5,000 people. I was like, oh. It's a good number or bad number. Well, I guess it's an okay number, but when you think of like in comparison, but I guess you shouldn't compare it to the NBA, of course. But yeah, it's so, like ah. Uh, I mean, it's Vegas. It's a Wednesday. I mean, right? It's just an odd day. It seems like to have a game. We still but, talking about COVID protocols, so uh. yeah. And I guess with you know, this is also an Olympic year, and this is actually the first time they have held an all-star game during the same year as an Olympic year. Right. So I guess they had to get it in when they could. Um, So, yeah, so this year's format for the all-star game was different. So it wasn't just, you know, you got your all-star team, the, basically all the all-stars. It was just a team for the all-stars, and then it was the Team USA. So that's how they did the game. And I think that was good in the sense of, because of all the COVID stuff and the women not having as many games to probably to prepare for the Olympics. Right. This was a good way to just have a competitive game. Cause it wasn't just like one of them crazy, crazy, like we going to score 125, 40 points type of games where nobody's playing any defense. Like a little scrimmage, uh, you know. Yeah. Cause the final score was, um, I got it somewhere. Uh, 93 to 85. So that's not bad. That's not bad at all. That's pretty close. Um, and so one of the really good players, though, um, in the WNBA uh, that did not play in the All-Star game is Liz Cambage. And she... She, um, she, even, she withdrew from the uh, Olympics. Yeah. Well, she withdrew from the Olympics. Right. And she didn't play in the game or in the All-Star game because I guess she's dealing with uh, Achilles tendon issues, but I mean, she's putting up good numbers for the, uh, Vegas aces. She's averaging 14.6 points a game and 8.9 rebounds. And she's hecka tall. Yeah. She's like, a like Brittany Griner tall. <laughs> she, is she like about the same height as me? She, she might five, be. She no, like six, she is seven. not six, five, a six, seven. Cause Brittany yeah, she's six, eight. Yeah, Brittany Griner like six eight, six nine. She might be an inch 
or two shorter than hers. She's like, definitely not six five. Lisa Leslie was six five. Liz Cambage is taller than yeah, Lisa she Leslie. Is. She's uh... and she's solid. You think so? She's solid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's not like a string being like just straight up and down. Like she got a little size on her. She ain't got that much size to her. I don't know what I've seen her. Oh. Tall. I think she might have lost some weight too, though. Honestly, yeah, I think she lost some weight. I think she lost some weight because it's like I I remember seeing her do like a little like a a one on one with uh, some guys in the gym. She was a little bigger then, but yeah, this season now she looked like she slimmed down a little bit. Yeah, so that makes sense. That'll help you be more mobile. It's already hard for taller players to uh keep up sometimes. Yeah. Um. So needless to say. The um, WNBA All-Stars won the game. They beat Team USA. And, um, oh, I forgot to mention that the coaches for the All-Star team were former players, Tina Thompson and Leslie, or Lisa Leslie. They were like the name right. I got it. They were the co-head coaches. So, because I saw they were literally both standing up coaching. So that was kind of funny to me because I'm like, wow, you literally have two people standing up mm-hmm. coaching. Um, but who wouldn't want to be coached by them? Currently, Tina Thompson, she is coaching at the University of Virginia. And she's a former WNBA player, uh, four-time WNBA champion, nine-time all-star. And she is also in the Hall of Fame for Ooh. women's basketball and Nene Smith. And Lisa Leslie, did you know that she coaches for the big three? Or not? Yeah, the big three. You talking about that league? The three-on-three league? Really? Pro league? Mm-hmm. I know. And she the won. The started by Ice Cube? Yes. Because I remember seeing, I didn't watch, like, of course, all the games. But I remember seeing some of the games. And I remember her seeing her out there coaching. And she'd be coaching. That's good, though. Yeah. And so her team's uh, name is called the Triplets. <laughs> the Triplets. That is. Uh, that's I forget who's on her team. I, and I didn't even think to look it up. But anyway, um, so, yeah, they actually won uh, the league championship or whatever for in 2019. I always like Lisa Leslie. She was, like, one of my favorite players. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she's – oh, okay. Yeah, she's one of my favorite, too. She's a two-time WBA champ, a finals MVP champ, as well as uh, WNBA MVP three times. And she's also in the – Hall of Fame for women's basketball and the Naismith. So, oh, cool. um, yes, big ups to Miss Les- Lisa Leslie and Tina Thompson. So back to the actual game, though. So Arike Agumawale, she got the MVP because she had 26 points and she was out there hooping. Look at my Nigerian okay. sister. Let's go. Yes, hooping. Um, but what was funny? <laughs> Not really, my sister. I'm, I'm joking. Go ahead. <laughs> What was funny about her was that I guess she decided I want to be engaged on social media during the game. So she was sending out tweets on the sideline. Oh Lord. Don't, don't set that presence. No. So she, so one of her tweets was like, Hey y'all I'm live tweeting during the game today. Uh, And then she said pretty solid first six minutes down to also JJ got a stroke. Now, J.J., she's referring to John Quill Jones, and she plays for the Connecticut Sun, and she's a big, but she can also, like, step out and shoot the three. All 
So no, 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 she better than that. Okay, don't. Okay, mm -mm. my bad, my bad, my bad. No, because I honestly, she's good enough to where she's in the uh, talks for MVP this season for what? Yeah, she can hoop. Ain't no Brooke Lopez nothing with her. Okay, my bad. (laughs) She might give Brooke a run for his money. She might. There might be a lot of them that give Brooke all his, his, you know, a run for his money. So three, seven foot eight. <laughs> I know getting two rebounds in the game, yeah. but anywho, we digress. Um, she also took a picture on the sideline with Liz campaign or campaign Cambage during the game. And then another tweet she put out was I smoked that layup and put some type of like smiley emoji Boy, or whatever. This so is gonna set such a, I mean, maybe she got it's the all star. I was saying, it's maybe, maybe it was like do what you want, you know? Yeah, because it's like it's just a fun game, get the crowd or the, the yeah. fans interacting. So that's all it was. You're not gonna do that during the regular season. Like, nah, no. your coach wouldn't even let you do that. <laughs> like, why you got this phone on the bench? I was going to sound like an old man for a minute. I was like, what y'all doing tweeting during the game? Pay attention to the game. Um, so then along with the, you know, the game itself, they had a three-point contest. And so uh, Allie Quigley, she plays for the Chicago Sky with Candace Parker. And she averages about 12 points a game. And she ranks eighth in the league for three-point field goal percentage at 40.7%. So she was the winner of the three-point contest. Okay. So, yeah. You know, women we out here shooting now. We can knock down some shots. Hey, I ain't never doubted. <laughs> shooting in the gym with us. All right. Mm-hmm. Shooting in the gym. Right. Um, and so, lastly, with the All-Star game being held, now they're just the WNBA is on their break until um, the Olympics is over. So then they'll resume uh, the M- WNBA season on what is this August the fifteenth, and then the playoffs will start the twenty third. So they will only have six games left once they come back from the break. Seattle Storm. I'm looking at the standards right now. Seattle Storm, number one, Las Vegas, number two. Yeah, Connecticut and Minnesota. Those are the top four, which Minnesota, and I actually have a stat for for that. So Minnesota is always normally in the top, especially when they had Maya Moore. I mean, that was when they was winning championships. Her, Simone Augustus, who's retired. Mm -hmm. But uh, Seattle Storm, they're the defending champs. So Seattle Storm is actually tied with the most championships in WNBA history with Minnesota Lynx. And can you guess the other team, babe? What's the other team? You're not going to guess? It's a team that no longer exists that I always talk about. Um, is it that Houston? I was just talking. Yes. Houston ah, Comets. Ah. Houston Comets. Because the Houston Comets, when the league first started, they won four straight championships. Wow. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said Cynthia Cooper, she was the MJ of the league. Mm. <laughs> I hope you got a Cynthia Cooper jersey the way you be. I think I do. Well, I don't have it no more, but I had one. You need to get you one. Yeah, you need to get you one. ASAP. Throwback, huh? Yeah, because you over there just, I mean. Cynthia Cooper was my girl because it was like it was looking at someone like you. She was a guard. 
So I'm like, I play guard. And then going to TSU and I heard rumblings about her of possibly coaching, which that didn't happen. But now she is coaching there. So if I would have been able to coach or play up under a coach that had played overseas and in the WNBA, huh? Please teach she, me everything that you know. Cooper, <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Let's move on. Yes, yes, what yes. Let's move on. What's up? Uh, Are we still in the WNBA? No, we're done with the NBA. I just wanted to, or WNBA. I just wanted to call out like kind of the top teams or whatever. So we'll see how things shake out. So we can move on to the next topic. All right, guys. This past weekend we had the heralded ESPYS, which was hosted by the great actor Anthony Mackie. You might know him from such movies as uh, The Winter Soldier. Um, I never saw about- that. The Winter Soldier is a good. It's, it's one of those uh, Marvel movies. It's it's good. He, oh okay. A, what was uh, the other movie he was in? It was some other um, superhero movie. Uh, he was in what, um with the was, with the Ant Man or something or what was no, it? No, he wasn't in Ant Man. He was in what? um. Uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. I should have kind of wrote it down, but he was in. It's he was okay. In, he was in some superhero movies. He was also in uh some a netflix series uh carbon fiber go check that oh. out that was a good series he's in, he's in a lot of b uh straight to dvd movies he got okay. he started the yeah. dvd movies but no anthony mackie's a decent actor oh he was in no pain no game with um what's his face uh see marky i ain't see mark, that marky mark or uh oh, okay Wahlberg. Ma- yeah mark Wahlberg. okay yeah, he was in that movie yeah oh, i didn't see that eight mile he was in eight mile as well wait a minute yeah, Anthony Mackie was an eight mile. It's like I Clarence. vaguely remember. Okay. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So okay. He, he he's been around. Oh, he's been around a while. He's been around a while. He so, don't even look that old. No, he doesn't look that old at all. Black, Black don't crack. Don't crack. Oh, that's true. Um, so he hosted it. He did a great job. Uh, he even took a dig at Ben Simmons, which is one of the greatest I've ever heard. Man, that was funny. Um, oh, well, let's man. go down the list of the awards and the winners. We're just going to do the awards and the winners. I ain't going to go over the categories. I mean, I ain't going to go over uh, who was uh, nominated. So I got Best Female Athlete, Naomi Osaka. Best NBA Player, Steph Curry. This is in no order whatsoever. It's just kind of random. Best Game, UCLA versus Gonzaga in the Men's Final Four. Uh, the Bulldogs won on Jalen Smith's overtime. But that was a that was game. Were we Ooh. on the phone? We were on the phone okay. watching that. He hit that. I was like, bruh. He banked what? it in and everything. Half court. I was like, fam, did he just do that? Yeah, that that deserved that deserved to be memorialized forever. But that was but, crazy. Uh, but, I wish they would have went on to win the championship, the whole NCAA title, but oh well. It was it was still a great play nonetheless. It was probably one of the, it, it was. It'd be like the top I say the top two plays in NCAA men's basketball history. Cause that that's a crazy shot. Look, honestly, you know what play I get tired of seeing all the time when they run the NCAA? Christian Leitner. Yes, they need to replace yeah. that. <laughs> Get somebody <laughs> else in there. I was going to say, I was like, yeah, oh, that's He's Christian Lane, long pass, turn around from the free throw line. I didn't seen it about a thousand times. I've seen it too. I've seen it too. <laughs> anyway, uh, best play the Hail Mary by Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray. It was a pass to DeAndre Hopkins to beat the Buffalo Bills last season. That was mm-hmm. a good play. They actually got um, noticed by Nike because uh, – 
No, actually, it was one about Jordan because DeAndre Hopkins was wearing um, a Jordan glove. I had no idea Jordan even made huh. gloves for uh, NFL players. Why wouldn't so, he? <laughs> I guess, hey, I wasn't thinking. It ain't all about. basketball with him. That's true. That's very true. I mean, Jordan is Jordan. Um, best uh, best team goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They won Super Bowl 55 uh, with Tom Brady. Oh, look at that. More Buccaneers. Best coach. <laughs> Tara Van Deer, Stanford's women basketball coach, who uh, passed Pat Summit on to win uh, the list uh, and led the Cardinals to the 2021 National Championship. Look at mm-hmm. that. Best college athlete in the men's sports um, will go to Devontae Smith, who won the Heisman Trophy and is the receiver for the Alabama, uh, well, was the receiver for Alabama Tide, is now a NFL receiver who was picked in the first round to my, you guessed it, the greatest team on earth, baby. The greatest team on earth. The Eagles. E A G L E S. Eagles. Really? Anyway, you had I'm to sorry. spell it out? I'm sorry. I got why little... you Why you spell it out? It was just perfect timing. That's all I want. Oh, Lord. Don't know other team matter. Not even the Cowboys. I'm just saying. Excuse me? Anyway, we're going to move That's forward. That's why I'm going to give me a Cowboys jersey, a Dak Prescott jersey. How about that? Yeah, and it's going to go disappearing. Anyway, um, <laughs> I ain't touch it. You know, I ain't going to. Anyway, You've already admitted to it. No, I didn't say anything. I said it might just disappear. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I don't mm-hmm. know what happened. You might ask me. You might look up one day. Like, hey, babe, what happened to the jersey? I, was, I don't know. Maybe we got ghosts in here. Maybe. Really? Know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, best college athlete for the women's sports goes to Paige Buckers. Or am I saying that? Buckner or Buckers? Uh, Buc- Buckers or Bukers, maybe. Bukers. Uh, star freshman for the UConn women's basketball team. Look at that. Look she at was that. good. Hey. I remember, like she was, she was good. That, that is a. She great can shoot. <laughs> oh, and then also best WNBA player Brianna Stewart of the Seattle Storm. Isn't she on the uh, USA team? Yes. All right. Best NFL player Tom Brady, of course. He, Boo. Well, he, got, he got two. He got best. Best athlete and best NFL player. Now and then the thing came out that he had a torn ACL. I mean I not ACL. Uh, MCL. MCL. Yeah. I say I, y'all let this forty man, forty year old, forty plus, ain't he forty plus? Yeah, he's forty three. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, either forty three or forty four. But with a messed up MCL, whoop y'all. The goat. No, I, I'm still not giving him the status. goat, even though he won the ESPY award and everything. You got to give him the goat. Status. No, I'm not. You got to. I respect. I you got to respect it. I would never. You. I would never. Ever. Ever. It. Ever. Ever. Goat status. <laughs> she don't wanna get on his level. What? Get on my level. <laughs> what? What? Anyway, <laughs> let's move for best international athlete. Goes to oh best international uh, athlete for men's soccer, Cristiano uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. I was gonna say Ronaldinho, but uh, <laughs> Ronaldinho was a good soccer player though. He was for the Brazil team, but uh, Ronaldo is um, I forgot what country he's from. Um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I, didn't he win the best looking man too? I think. Best I man don't man. know. Um. Yeah, I think I think I did see him. Yeah, they they chose him as one of the best, like for ESPN. I, it was on ESPN oh. one day. I seen it. I was like, oh. Um, and he okay. has like he has like one of the highest follower counts on Instagram too. Don't ask me how I know that. I just know. Um, really? 
It was also on ESPN, guys. I'm getting all my information off ESPN as far as this guy goes. Best boxer goes to Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, who beat Deontay Wilder. They actually set up for another match uh, or rematch in August. No, I'm sorry, October. They set up for another rematch. That was a decent fight. We don't really have too many heavyweights going on. The heavyweight division in boxing has been kind of trash for a while now. So um, he's Mm kind of revamping it, you know, since, you know, Mike Tyson and uh, Lennox Lewis have all left the stage, but uh, I know Mike made his return uh, <laughs> briefly. Two uncles fighting in the backyard. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, best MMA fighter Khabib. Not even going to try to pronounce your name or butcher it, but Khabib is actually one of those great fighters. He actually, he actually, we got a talking point. We're going to talk about. He beat both of those fighters that that just had a uh, recent fight. Khabib is undefeated. He's probably going to be the only undefeated MMA fighter ever. He retired in October of 2020. If you didn't watch the full episode last week, you would know that. I'm, I'm just repeating myself. Um, and the best men's af- or the best athlete for men's tennis is Novak. Uh, Novak. Novak Djokovic. Djokovic. Another Vich. Yes. Another yeah, them, them bitches be. Hey, them bitches. <laughs> Like Shaq said, hey, them bitches. <laughs> if he played basketball, he could probably shoot because that's what Shaq said. All the bitches and and y'all that's listening, I'm saying it with the V as in Victor. I'm saying with a V too, <laughs> bitches. So you know, you know, you want to get away with you know saying something, just say bitch. Oh no, I said bitch. I was talking about Djokovic. I wasn't saying nothing. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, that wrap, wraps it up for the SBs. Oh. One more, cause sorry, I you know didn't have that on the latest list. Maya Moore, she got the Arthur Ashe Courage Award. Oh, give her a clap! Give her a clap! Yeah, I think clap. that was well deserved. She left the WNBA. I give her a real hand too. To to really live in her purpose. That's good. That's really good. Um. So, uh, let's get down to our last talking point. Last Saturday, there was a major fight, uh, UFC fight with Conor McGregor and, um, what was the guy's name? Poirier, uh, Dustin Poirier. Mm-hmm. Man, let me just tell you, that fight was such a letdown. But, <laughs> but we got some great sound bites from it. We got some great sound bites from it. I, yeah. I wish I had it queued up, man. Um, Conor oh my lost. god, that's what we probably should have put for the spicy award. Wasn't even thinking, man. I know because that was spicy, Connor. Connor, but I guess lose. he had to do something. Yeah, he lost in the first round, unfortunately. Um, well, the second, oh, oh, no, you just mean round. by they, no, he, but they started the second round. I don't, I no, Connor lost in the first round, so they didn't go to the second round. No, they didn't go to no second round. He got no, they didn't make it to the second round. It was a first round TKO. Look it up. Okay. Look okay. it up. Look, look. If I'm lying, I'm dying, and I'm still here. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't visited nothing. Um, let me see. I'm, I, I want to pull the soundbite up for you guys because that soundbite <laughs> was so funny. I was like, man. Oh my gosh, he is crazy. I love Conor McGregor because he's just even though even when he loses, he wins. Uh, like you lost. Even when he loses, he wins. Ooh. I'm sorry, guys. I'm moving the unit around. Oh, Lord. You didn't move me. I'm trying to, you know, 
I'm gonna move you back. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I gotta pull this up for you. We have to pull this up. I'm sorry, guys. We can't end this. We can't end this podcast without uh, hearing that sound bite. If you haven't, if you missed it, Con- Con- Connor is a show. Uh, uh, what you call it? Chauvinist or uh, showman? Uh, yes, showman. He will sell a fight. I would only watch a fight because he is there. He uh fought. He fought. Um, when he fought Lord ah, Floyd, it was definitely a good thing too, because he definitely showed out for that fight too. Uh, oh yeah, where did I get second round from? Because I, I just saw it. Round from. I don't know where you got that from. But I literally thought. So was it at the end of the first round? What was, was I watching? It was at the end. It was at the end. Because uh, I literally watched it. I'm about to. Uh-huh. I watched it too. I'm playing it now. Oh. Yeah, so Connor is the funniest cat I've seen. I can't even be mad at him. He's he's when when you get somebody with that kind of like <laughs> he's just too funny. I don't I don't even so, know what to say. So we just gonna give him the spicy award on spot live right now because okay. for him to be talking about tell her to stay out my DMs, dude. Yeah, that was you crazy. lost. <laughs> that was pretty spicy though. I gotta admit you that was lost. you lost and you still were talking crap. Your wife is in me DMs. Hey, but I mean, and then with his accent, it just makes it even more funny. <laughs> like really, dude, with your but, broke leg self. But Dustin was very classy about it. He was like, you know, my wife's solid. At the end of, he was like, you know, I'm not worried about that. But you know, right, because he won and he got his wife. Mm-hmm. He can care less about Conor McGregor. Go Tell fix me. that leg fracture. Yeah, man. And uh, do you believe him when he said that he had uh, those fractures before the match? I don't know. It's a lot of cap that goes on in the UFC, so I don't. I don't. Eh, it could be, couldn't be. But I wouldn't look past it. Connor is. Uh, I don't think Connor to be just one of those cats and just say I'm I got I had a leg I had stress fractures prior. He's not just gonna say that. So there's probably some truth to that. Why you didn't go to a doctor beforehand? Probably because he had a lot of money on the on the fight. Probably well, you would have had to have gone to a doctor beforehand to get that diagnosed. I mean, still though, um, maybe maybe not, but who knows. Again, there was a lot of money in Vegas. Vegas definitely, I think a lot of people had Dustin, Dustin Poirier going to win over Connor. Um, I know. Some Is that who you picked? I can't remember. Did I, you pick Dustin? I gotta go back. I think I did pick Poirier. I feel Poirier. like, yeah, I feel like you did. I think I did too because he won the last bout. Uh, they fought back in January of this year, so I was mm-hmm. like, that's too fast to be fighting. You guys fought. I know. Don't they normally wait a whole year at least? They should have. And then they talk about they want to do again. Well, it's in the works to have it have another fight in October of this year. I was like, I highly doubt it. He still got to recover from that. Those two? Yeah, those two. They go back and forth at it. What? Is McGregor 
I guess is he at the tail end yeah, he's at of his end. career? So he he's... probably just trying to get a bunch of fights in while he still can. But McGregor, I mean, there have been UFC fighters that fought well into their thirties. McGregor just turned thirty three, so I don't see him yeah. not taking on another fight. Uh, yeah, why not? If the money's there, McGregor can. Sh- McGregor, regardless of his record, can sell a show. Yeah, because he has a good talking game. Oh, definitely, definitely. So, <laughs> and people are gonna come out to see McGregor fight, regardless uh... of his record. So, eh. and that's all I got for the UFC two sixty four. I remember when this was just in the nineties. I was. It was like two thousand ten. We are at two sixty four for. So uh, that's UFC. the actual. Yeah. Fight count? Yes, the not the not the fight, but like the events, the how many events they've had. So oh, like okay. every event is USC sixty four and then the next one would be USC sixty five because they have like multiple matches during these events. So two sixty five? Yeah, next one would be two sixty five. Okay. What's what's so crazy was the fight before McGregor and uh Poirier, there was a guy with green hair. Got his mm. face beating. It was, yeah. but he was still fighting though. But they, the the ref stopped. They had to the match. stop it. Yeah, the okay. Ref the match. He was like, "Fam, you look like you just got drugged." Like, oh, yeah. He was bleeding that's... and everything, but he was a trooper uh, though. The guy was, the guy was welling on him the whole time. That's the only thing. It's like I like seeing those fights, but then when they just get beat up, it's like, "Oh Lord, please stop it, somebody, please." I know, I know. <laughs> he gonna kill him. Kill him. I mean, because Conor McGregor, he was about to get killed. No, nah, he Dustin, was just. Dustin was, was, about to, was about to start pounding on his head. Yeah, he was just pounding on him. He had him on. It was like a, a it was like a bunch of grappling. It's like, man, let him get up, fight, fight. But McGregor wasn't barely defending himself, so he would have got toe up. He still, he eventually got back up, but hey. after the fact, he oh, wasn't getting up in the mist. It's 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 the greatest. <laughs> It's the greatest sport to watch if you want to see somebody get pounded on other than boxing. I can't wait yeah, to see Dante Wilder fight and uh, Tyson Fury. That should be a good rematch. When is that? Or they haven't said it? it? It's speculated to be in October. I don't know if the date has been set in stone, but I can't mm-hmm. wait to see that fight. I'm a, I'm a huge uh, Deontay Wilder fan because he uh, has a has a crazy knockout power, but. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, okay. I think we are good to go. I don't have anything else other than we got some like some Lucy news, but I ain't, I ain't gonna report on that. Um, Richard Sherman. <laughs> we'll we'll probably talk about that later next episode because I don't have we don't have enough information for that. Richard Sherman yeah. incident. Um, okay. You got anything for the good of the group before we uh dip on out? For the good of the group. Let's see. Go ahead and subscribe, like, comment, and share. How about that? There you go. Call to action. The A and K. Call to action. Sports that. show. That's right. The A and K sports show. So for y'all that are watching, go ahead and subscribe. We love our audience. <laughs> Definitely do. That's all I got. Okay. So you guys take it easy. Have a safe weekend. Um, again, I am your host, KC. Join alongside me again. It's the beautiful Alina and uh you know my saying the couple that plays together stays together hey and, uh, we up bye